This is the time, this is the place, and this is FC3 Monkey Business, your one-stop shop for everything geeky. And since everything is geeky, if you love it enough, you never know what you're going to get. <laughs> you know, you were texting, and I almost was like going to jump right in and take over. I am a consummate professional. I don't want to hear it. When the queue is there, no, I'm I know. on point. Yeah, I was ready to go, just <laughs> When in the case. queue is there, I am on point. I, I dropped right children, into that bad boy. Children. <laughs> This is your host, IMC. This week we will be discussing the worst superhero movies ever. And then after that, stick around for our upcoming events and our question of the week. I was just letting you know I Happy had Happy Valentine's back. Day, guys. Happy Valentine's Day. Is that a thing? Yeah. Oh, yeah, look at that. Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah. I'm looking at drop date. I'm like, wait a minute. It's not Valentine's Oh, yes, it is. It's going to be Valentine's Day tomorrow. Yeah. That's a thing. Do you have a Valentine? I do. That's... I'm uh, I'm driving out to um, to Grand Rapids uh, to visit her. Now, you met her at RIT? Yes, I did. Okay, so I have to ask, is she deaf? No, she is not. Okay, so she actually likes you for you then. That's, <laughs> yes. That's oh, amazing. Oh, man. <laughs> See, it would have been funnier if it was a school of the blind, though. Uh, you know, <laughs> that yes. was going to be my next, uh, my next question. No. She says she is, children. She's completely aware I am hearing impaired. Oh, okay, very so. cool. That's very cool. All right. Uh, yeah, it's like I said, we discussed it last week. I, it's, I'm contractually obligated to pick on Tony at least once per episode. When he's Even when he's not around, I still have to throw a shot well, at him. Well, you will definitely throw shots at him when he's not around. <laughs> well, yeah, I throw more. Actually, I yeah, actually throw more, more when he's not around because it's fa- it's funnier that way. Um, Ugh, daggers. Yeah, I know. Well, but, no, but, this, but we do it with love, brother. We do it with love. Then we'll see if he's actually listening on Wednesdays. Well, yeah, but I, I know I've caught that on a couple of occasions. He'll send me a little message. Thanks. You know. Right. Uh, so also in the studio, the usual suspects are here. I am C, your host. Tanya is to my right. And to my Hi. far right is the man himself, Billy Billy. Hi. How are we doing, buddy? I'm good. Good. I'm On the good. phone from the far off reaches of Clinton or Clifton or Clint, Clinton, Clinton, New York. Clinton. Clinton, our uh, wonderful producer. Snow apocalypse of the world. Snow apocalypse center of the universe as our oh beloved producer. How are you doing, Cher? Okay. And just so we're aware mm-hmm. that if you're in Clinton, it is not pronounced Clinton. How is it pronounced? It's pr- Clinton. 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 Is it kind of like Oregon versus Oregon? Yeah, kind of, no, sort of. Or Chi Lai versus it's Chili? C-L, it's C-L apostrophe N. Okay. Clint. See, there, there's a comedian. <laughs> I can't remember Clint. who it was, but he did, a, he did a whole routine about how words are pronounced in the English language differently down south. Now, I'm not saying Clinton's down south, but I'm just using that as an inspiration like, for like it. Like Avon like, and Avon? Like Mominims. And then he'll put the sign up and says <laughs> Mominims. And then, then he'll use it in a sentence. Mominims are all getting together for bridge afterwards. In, and or, or um, uh, I'm still oh, looking at you like, what the hell yeah. did you just my, say? Uh, my uh, grandmother, she's from uh, she's from New York, but she's from the southern tier of New York. Uh huh. Um, I'm sorry. Is that a half, is there a southern tier of New York? There is a southern tier of New York. We yeah. don't talk about it often. It's uh, she's uh, she doesn't say wash the car. She says wash, wash. the car. Wash the car. I yeah. wash myself with a rag on a stick. Yeah. <laughs> ah! Great Simpsons reference. <laughs> we do not expect those from Tanya. That's amazing. <laughs> that was like one of my favorite Simpsons quotes. Yeah. I wash myself with a rag right on, on the stick. stick. <laughs> Grease me up, Lottie. I'm anyway. going in. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> wow. Hey, Mr. Burns. Mr. Burns, what's your first name? 
I don't know. No. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, so we have Smithies. like gone totally Simpsons on us today. Okay, so now um, it's the 20 worst Simpsons episodes? <laughs> um, there's so many to choose from. <laughs> no. Anyway. I think Just, even so, bad, bad Simpsons uh, is better than... Uh, worst event or best of lots of other Billy, things. Billy, how's yeah. your Valentine? Uh, she's great. Just don't tell my wife. Oh! 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 <laughs> yeah. Damn! No, hey, everything's I, I great. I meant like Geraldine and Dora. Oh, yeah, and, uh, all the, all no, the cats, all the cats are good. All the ladies at home, but yeah, yeah. Um, I, I can't how, keep track of yeah. all your cats. And who knows? By the time this actually airs, we may have another one. For all I know, <laughs> my wife is a crazy cat lady, but I love her and I love the cats. So, the, so it all it all fits together. It all yep, works out exactly. So remember to uh, out there in, in listener land, make sure that you are hanging out with your Valentine tomorrow night. And if you don't have one, um, you know, we're all geeks Simi's together. Avail- Simi's Simi- available. No, no, don't pimp her out. <laughs> She's 12. Come on. Be and, nice to little Simi. monkey years, that's like 90. <laughs> Coco the gorilla passed away recently, and I think that she was in her 50s, if I'm not mistaken. 40s or 50s, but... Well, Simi isn't a gorilla, I accept is she? Uh, no, she, well, gifts of Simi. chocolate. You accept gifts of chocolate? Yeah, Milky Ways. Milky Ways. Or even, I know it's a little early, but those Cadbury mini eggs. <laughs> you know, I, I saw this funny uh, meme post where it was, like, it was like a box of chocolates, but he took off the lid, and it was a bunch of like chicken nuggets. Oh, wow. <laughs> that you was know, hilarious. If it was that a heart-shaped clever. box that was chocolates... I would accept gaming dice in there. <laughs> uh, that would work. You know, yeah. that's that's fair. Yeah. Sherry, you got any plans for tomorrow night? Um, not as oh tomorrow night. Uh, yeah, Valentine's probably Day. Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't believe. I, don't I might be playing World of Warcraft. <laughs> we are recording this like two weeks in advance, so yeah, it's the, it's the miracle of radio. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a thing. All right. But we're know. good. We're back in the studio. This is our second episode of, of 2019 being recorded it's during 2019. Like, it's, it's been like forever. Well, How been... about that Super Bowl? Who oh, would have thought that would have happened? Go Rams! Go Rams! Go Bills! Oh, my God. Who would have thought? You know, I've already seen one of the Super Bowl commercials, even though we're recording on Super, Super yeah. Bowl Sunday. Yeah. I saw the one for Jeep. I didn't okay. see that one. Um, one Republic is playing the Star Spangled Banner, and they're showing different... Um, vignettes uh in regards to the words like he starts out oh say can you see okay. and then there's just different things and it said the flag and they show like lots of flags and mm-hmm. um, and and wave someone surfing and okay. it just like um when they come to fights like pillow flights and it's just like every little bit was jeep being in there the whole time uh-huh. and and um in the home of the brave is um a veteran putting on his Uniform and things cool. like that. I'm just oh, like, like, I can't wait to see um, about, Jason uh, Carr posted it to Facebook this okay. morning, and I'm just I'll like, check it, out. It, it hits you right in the feels. Got you right in the feels. Mm-hmm. Nice. Got to get that patriotism going. I'm, I'm waiting to see if there's a, a Clydesdale commercial. There's got to be. That's traditional. There's got a, a Doritos commercial. Uh huh. Um, just, Puppy Monkey Baby. I, th- those, that's, the, that's the best. <laughs> that's the part that I like. I for think the Super this Bowl year's the, Doritos commercial has a reprisal of the dude from Jeff Bridges. No, uh, that was. Um, oh no, that was um, Stella Artois. Yeah, oh, Stella, you're right. Because, yeah. because Carrie they, from Sex in the City and the dude are in the same restaurant at the same time, and they oh, both okay. order. They, they, they don't instead order of ordering their, their signature signatures, they order Stella Artois. Uh, and I was so bummed because when when you see when you see Jeff Bridges in the um, in the dude outfit. 
and you're like, wait, what's happening? And then you realize it's a Super Bowl commercial, and I was so drastically disappointed by that. I'm like, no, <laughs> I wanted like a Big Lebowski res- too. But the whole restaurant is like things dropping, glasses smashing, or whatever, because yeah. they, they didn't order their usuals. Yes, people are shocked. Anyway. I bet if I look real quick here, I can find this year's Doritos commercial. Probably. I'm pretty sure we had the audio of it. That's possible. I'm not sure. So while Billy's looking at that, maybe we should uh, just go to our break and then come back. So Billy's going to look that up. We're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, today's topic, this week's topic, is we're going to be talking, and, and we got all of our information from Rotten Tomatoes. So don't, Perfect date we, movies. Perfect date movies, Ooh. otherwise known as the worst superhero movies According ever. According to Rotten Tomatoes. According to Rotten Tomatoes. Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> this is not, because we, we decided not to debate each other. We're just going to let. I like some of them on there. We're going to let Rotten Tomatoes speak, and we're going to argue with Rotten Tomatoes. They're going to be the villain. They're going to yes. be the villain today. <laughs> And Wayne will pop up and tell me they're all dystopian. (laughs) Probably. All right. Love you, Wayne. (laughs) All right. The unthinkable has occurred. The amazing has happened with Black Panther being nominated for several Oscars, Woo-hoo! including including <laughs> Best Picture Woo-hoo! and other superhero movies also receiving Oscar nods. The genre is finally getting the attention it deserves. It's a Marvel movie. But for every Black Panther, there is a barbed wire. Today, we are looking at the lowest rated superhero films. And like I said before the break... These are all according to Rotten Tomatoes. Okay, so all these percentages were calculated less by less than thirty percent. Less than, and we're looking at less than thirty percent movies. All right. And and is it is that the the um, critics or is that the it's television? The yeah, Sherry was or, very specific or, or, about it, that. This it's is the, the critic. critics' ratings, not right. not the audience, not ratings. the audience ratings. Oh, okay. And if you're like me, you. I, I personally view the uh, audience rating as being a better barometer as to the quality of the movie, but that's just me. Well, probably I mean, not so much me the quality of the movie, but the popularity of the movie. I think enough, would be yeah. better because because yeah. a critic is going is not just trying to be pompous about it. They they do look at at the structure of the movie in a particular way, and so there's a value to having these movie critics. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're not just a waste of space. Fair Although enough. I've met a couple that were, but you know, <laughs> but you can also have the same conversation. Look, local here in Rochester, we have Marshall Fine. We have the the legendary. Uh, Jack Garner, yeah, you know yeah. these guys were amazing, and they're approachable, and they they make these materials accessible to you. But then you have, you know, uh, what was the, what was it? Rex, what's his name? Oh, Rex Reed. Rex Reed, who who I constantly mm-hmm. turned off halfway through his his reports. But you know that's another story entirely, and one we won't get into at the and, moment. And Marshall always said on Brother Weezer's show that mm-hmm. he's not always a fan of the superhero movies. Um, but he does like some of them, but he always says people should ask me, Billy, mm-hmm. my opinion, because they'd probably get a better idea whether they'd like it or not based on whether I like it. Right. If they're a fan of superhero movies going in. Yeah, you and I see movies yeah. very very similar. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a couple that we're a little different on, but mm-hmm. but for the most part, we, we see it. Yeah, so I would definitely go off of your opinion more than I would go off of Marshall's. Yeah. But uh, right off the top of the list, she makes the reference right there in the first opening, but for every Black Panther, there is a Barb Wire. Barb Wire, 1996, starring the affable and demure Pamela Anderson. Uh, So part adaptation of Dark Horse comic and part retelling of Casablanca, this Pamela Anderson vehicle has faded from most people's memory in the past two decades, and that's likely a blessing, and I agree 
I've never actually heard of it. Um, I've, I remember I, seeing it a couple of times, and it was usually on USA Up all night. Um, one of those things. And and I would catch the the slightly edited version because there's a couple of, oh, it's Pamela Anderson. She's a Playboy Playmate. So guess what? We're Here's the gratuitous nudity scene. Um, but I've never been impressed with Pamela Anderson to begin with. And so it was like, really... Okay. Now the her her love interest was I can't remember his the actor's name at the Tamura Morrison I think is his name. He's the guy who does Jango Fett in oh, the yeah in the Attack of the Clones yeah. Star Wars movie. All right. I think I got the name right. I'm hoping that's Tamura Morrison. I think so. Yeah. Um. But uh. But yeah. I mean, it's one of those you can tell. Just a simple man trying to make his way in the universe. Yeah. There it is. And uh, and it's a simple movie trying to make its way in the B grade verse <laughs> is really what it was, and it was just it was it was good background noise. Was okay. it supposed to be campy, or did they try and they were trying to play a serious okay. movie, and it came off campy? Obviously, I'd never seen it. So. Oh yeah, it was just you know I was like all right, it, like I said, it was background noise, and that was about the extent. Well, of it the me. audience agreed. Um, they only gave it a fourteen percent. The audience gave it a fourteen, and yes. the critic the critic rating is twenty eight percent. Yes. So. so the critics actually liked it better than the audience yep. did. Wow, that's not common. All so, right. So yeah. So you guys are going to go to the critics. I'm jumping in to see what the audience. That's thought cool. Of it in that works. You know what? that works. Yeah. That's, that's good. I like that. I like that. Now the next one is going to be hotly debated. It's from 2016. It's Batman versus Superman: Dawn of Justice. The Rotten Tomatoes rating 27 percent. Although many took a move more favorable view of the expla- expanded Ultimate Edition. The theatrical release of Zack Snyder's Super Friends No More was resoundingly pummeled by critics despite the well-received debut of Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman. Um, Billy, I think you and I agree. We we liked this movie. I liked it okay. I was disappointed. Yeah, but, I don't think I, I was bowled this, over by it. This is a, a movie I'd been waiting for since I was a little kid. I wanted right. my two favorite heroes in a movie together. Yep. And we were always talking about how we thought writers... <laughs> Did a disservice to uh, um, why am I blanking at Henry, Henry Cavill? Cavill's yeah. version of Superman? So it was okay. I I really liked Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, and despised with all of my heart Jesse Eisenberg as Lex Luthor. Yeah, it didn't fit. It didn't. Ben make Affleck sense to was, me. Fi- oh, it was so the, bad. Despite, so bad. Oh, I'm sorry. Despite the the sort of drubbing he got, I thought Ben Affleck was good as Batman. And I agreed. I liked Batfleck. I really did. Now, Sherry, you were putting your two cents in. We, we ran right over you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, it's okay. Um, no, I totally agree. I like Henry Cavill. I re- I liked Ben Affleck. I yeah. think he was quite good. Um, and, of course, I love Gal Gadot. I hated Jesse Eisenberg. I don't think that hated was a good him. fit at all. He was too... Not in any way, shape, or form. Lex Luthor is supposed to be a... A brilliant businessman. He was playing him like he was the Joker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm. I have mixed feelings about Batman v Superman. Like, uh, I like certain aspects about it. Definitely mm-hmm. Gal Gadot. Um, I actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, we didn't see that one. <laughs> uh, and um, I, I didn't mind Ben Affleck, but like, mm-hmm. uh, I, it's hard to put Superman in a movie and make it, and uh, make it so that uh, he bleeds, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just it was an extension, and we've we've talked about it ad nauseum. On, on Henry Cavill has been a great Superman. He was a great Clark Kent. Yeah. He his downfall was he had crappy writing. I would say so. Yeah. You know, Man of Steel and and um, Batman v Superman is is just indicative of that. 
Henry and, Cavill does best when Henry Cavill's allowed to be Henry Cavill. Yeah, and I think Joss Whedon helped capture that a little bit in in Justice League. Yeah, I would you know, say especially so, yeah. that scene towards the end where he and, and Cyborg are laying there, and the, the mother box is blown up, and there's laying there, and he goes, "No, I'd, I'd rather be dead." And <laughs> just the way he delivers it, and the way they laugh, it was there was a genuine moment between these two characters, and and I'm like, "There you go. There's the Superman we've been waiting for." Yeah. He finally got the smile. Yeah. Yeah, you we, know, he need you just need him to just act like a uh, act like a very big Boy Scout and very campy. Everybody's that's... so worried about you know the whoever's playing Superman is channeling Christopher Reeve. Well, do that because he was awesome, right? So do it, but do it with your own take. That's it, what the uh, actor who plays Superman on the Supergirl <coughs> TV show, yeah, he's yeah. doing a great job. So I'm I'm with it. Yeah, the the Batman v Superman. An okay movie could have been better. Too much going on. Then they you got Doomsday. You got Lex yeah. Luthor. It suffers you got from. The, uh, sorry. Uh, no, you're right. Yeah. They're just trying to put too much into. Yeah, it suffers from uh, Spider-Man syndrome, where uh, you try to fit too many mm-hmm. uh, villains in. Right. Well, it's, it's that's the thing is is Spider-Man and this movie both were guilty of the fact that there was previous successes that these people were trying to build on rapidly. Yeah. And DC was like, no, we have to have our own Marvel universe, and we got to do it fast because they've already way ahead of us. Uh, instead, so instead of focusing on these great characters, this cal- this cavalcade of stars that they have, they just uh, they, they created this garbage. Anyway, spent more time talking about Aquaman that. was great though. I have not. You <laughs> know what? Loved Aquaman. I have loved not. It. I have oh. not seen it yet. Ugh. I still have not seen Aquaman. I loved it. <laughs> I thought they did a really good job. Or Aqua Stud, as my uh, my daughter has been calling it. Mm, permission to board. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. Damn. All right, moving permission down. To come aboard, and look it. at that. It's another DC entry. Suicide Squad from 2016 has a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 26%. What's the fan rating? 60. 60. I actually really enjoyed it. I thought Suicide. You know, see, Suicide Squad suffered from what Batman v Superman dealt with. Too much. Too of- much. At, at the same time, there was you know, too many backstories that were trying to filter too many characters together at the same time, you know. But but overall, I thought it was fun. Yeah, it was it, a little bit of a mess, but it was an okay. Yeah, mess. but as long as you accepted that, that yeah. was a thing. And yeah. Margot Robbie was great as Harley Quinn. Well, she was the breakout character. I mean, yeah. and they put all the focus on her and Will Smith. And I would like to see yeah. more what they would have done with Jared Leto as the Joker. I know I don't. it's kind of weird, but yeah, no, I really wasn't feeling Jared Leto's Joker at all. Sherry, how about you? Did you are you are you in on that at all? Um, I thought that it had its moments, but I really did, there was <laughs> nothing about that film that made us want to care about these characters. Right. I mean, other than Margot Robbie, and just because she was so much fun that you just wanted to see what she was going to do next. Yeah. But there was nothing. I mean, a character died. Who cared? We didn't know them. We didn't care about them. And they tried to like build this. Oh, uh, what's his name? Diablo. Uh-huh. When he said, when he said, I lost one family. I'm not losing another. What is it about your interaction with these people that makes them your family now? Right. I, uh, I didn't get I that line either. You never bought it. I mean, yeah. I, we all remember Margot Robbie. We re- we remember Will Smith being in there. But who remembers Killer Croc, Captain Boomerang? Oh, I remember Pretty, both of them. I mean, they, yeah. were, they both had their but moments. But they were fine. Yeah. But, you know. But here's the thing. If you cut those movies out, or you cut those moments out of the movie... Though I don't think the movie suffers at all. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I remember. You, you basically lose the sight gag of uh, Captain Boomerang having a pet unicorn. <laughs> yeah, the stuffed unicorn that he kept stuffing in his jacket. Yeah. 
you know, which because uh, DC needs a Deadpool. Right. Thank <laughs> you. I was the only one thinking of that. I thought you know, I was like, holy crap. Um, but then Killer Croc, you know, I mean, he had some cool moments. But if you remove them from the movie, the movie's going to be just fine. Mm-hmm. You know. And then um, Clint Eastwood's son. Nobody realized that he's blew oh, himself yeah. up at the end. You know. Somebody's like, yeah. oh, in the Suicide Side Squad movie, they'll do more with Clint Eastwood's son. No, you really can't. <laughs> <laughs> That's the part you kind of glossed over. but The problem was taking bad guys and making them main characters. Yep. I mean, you got to do it in a certain yeah, way. Exactly. You know, you got to really do it in a certain way. And they tried to make them the ultimate heroes, and they mm-hmm. really can't because that was not the charm of that particular team. You know, that's there the were... charm was that they're bad guys being forced to do good things. Right. So, it's so. sort of like Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Yeah. Pulp Fiction did it better. Who's the next one? Let's Another see. DC, DC character. Oh, uh, Green Lantern. Which I sort of disagree with. I enjoy. Don't make green the super Lantern. suit green or, or animated. <laughs> Time has not been kind to Ryan Reynolds' outing as DC's cosmic emerald gladiator. Say that five times fast. Although cosmic he has emerald gladiator. Cosmic emerald gladiator. Anyway. Cosmic emerald gladiator. Okay. <laughs> you, you didn't get uh, although he has since moved on to better things with Fox's Deadpool. To be fair, however, as it is obvious from checking out the reviews of the era, people didn't really like uh, Green Lantern back when it was released either. Uh, The critic rating is 26%. Tanya, what's the fan rating of Green Lantern? 45. 45%. Billy, I'm still less than 50% of the people. Here's the thing is we're we're in this zone of movies where I don't think anybody was thoroughly turned off by the movie. It was okay for background noise. It was okay to watch if you didn't take it seriously. It was okay if it was like on TV you know, USA Today, you know, this the, the USA Saturday afternoon special or whatever the case may be, or you got it on DVD or whatever, um, you know, but not not particularly horrible movies that made you want to gouge your, uh, gouge your eyes out or anything I, like that. I think in 2011, they were, uh, uh, that was back when uh, superhero movies were basically the same as uh, video game character movies. Yeah. Um, well, you know, the Marvel Universe started three years that. earlier. Yeah. I mean, you know, we have Iron Man three years before that. and the incred- So the Marvel Cinematic Universe was starting to get mm-hmm. its legs. So people were starting to take them seriously. But in this particular thing, I'm wondering if they're like, oh, we're going to have our Iron Man hit. Right. And this will be great. And people will latch onto it and we'll start doing our DC mo- uh, movies. And this will be wonderful. And then everybody's like, what the Well, this was hell? also during the era of the Chris Nolan Batman movies. Yeah, At least true, the true. first, I think, Batman Begins was a year or two before that. Yep. No, you're right mm-hmm. on par with that. And uh, Green Lantern, I was looking forward to because I was always a fan of DC Comics. Mm-hmm. So the Marvel movies that started coming out were fantastic. But I was hoping for DC comic character movies that I could enjoy that were the characters that I read from DC growing up. Green Lantern was <laughs> one. I enjoyed it. I didn't love it, but hmm, at least I got a character I like. Knowing the character better than I do by a stretch, Billy, was Hale Jordan a smartass like that? I mean, I, I always thought he was more of like no, kind of... Kind he, of... he wasn't a smartass because that's why they teamed him with Green Arrow in the comics was uh-huh. because Green Arrow was the... Oliver Queen was the smartass. I like Oliver Queen. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's no, Stephen Amell. You like Stephen Amell. That's <laughs> yeah. what you yes. like. Yeah. So, you know, uh, Hell Jordan was, he sort of represented the establishment. That's mm-hmm. why he made the good space cop. Right. You know, he was supposed to be the most, uh, not daring. Um, Willful. He, yes. Thank you. And so, you know, I thought Ryan Reynolds, he looked like Hell Jordan comic book style. So. Yeah. 
okay, you look like them. You look good in the mask you're in. But then, and, yeah, you know, but then you bring out Deadpool, basically, yeah. is what you did. Deadpool became Green Lantern, yeah. and, and I, I think that's where some of it got lost. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you had a character that was out of fish out of water. But I, I also there like, was Blake Lively as Carol. I'm sorry. I also liked. Mm-hmm. So. Me too. Go ahead, Cher. There was a fan-made uh, trailer for a Green Lantern movie starring um, Nathan Fillion. Yeah, I, I remember uh, that. Because he also I voiced. I would have watched that. Yeah, I would have watched the hell out of that. But he voiced Hell Jordan in several of the the animated yes. series, yeah. if I remember correctly. So that yep. was kind of a natural mm-hmm. fit. And then, of course, Firefly fans are going to want to put Nathan Fillion in everything. Yes. You know? Not everything. All right. Well, name me something <laughs> they haven't tried to put him in. I, never mind. Wonder <laughs> Woman. There's actually a Nathan Fillion movie I really don't like. What's that? It's called Waitress. Waitress? Mm-hmm. I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not familiar with it, I don't think. Is it early in his career? Yeah. No. Hmm. No. Yeah, we'll but it's it not up. a great movie. We'll see what the Rotten Tomatoes on that is later. All right, moving on. We finally hit Marvel. <clears throat> we hit a little Marvel uh, pothole there. Ghost Rider 2007. Rotten Tomatoes rating 26% with the fan rating of... 47%. See, so here we go. These people are like, all right, it was all right. But the critics are like, what the hell? Uh, honestly, watching the trailer for this movie again, it's hard to believe that this is actually a real movie and not some <laughs> kind of SNL parody. The Marvel brand was clearly in poor cinematic shape ahead of Robert Downey Jr.'s arrival as Iron Man one year later. This was Nicolas Cage, Cage. right? Yes. Nicolas Cage is Johnny Blaze? Yes. Um I think from the very first montage of the opening credits, I was like, yeah, this movie's going to suck, but I'm going to leave it on in the background because I'm cleaning the house right now. I, I, it was one I checked my brain at the door and just watched it. Just... Uh-huh. I mean, it has Sam Elliott and his mustache. So there's a saving. I think that's what got the 26% really was Sam and Elliott. And the 47 from the, the audience. Well, well, yeah. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> okay, Sam Nicholas Elliott Cage. got 26% and his mustache got the other remainder 21% that brought it up to go. the 47. So, you know. <laughs> Because come on, Sam Elliott's mustache needs to go. It has it needs to have a star in the Walk of Fame on its own. That's just my opinion. But that's... I actually I actually rather enjoyed uh, Ghost Rider. But then again, it's probably because I when I saw it, I was like twelve. Yeah. See, there you go. You got the cool factor for the people who don't know any better. Yeah. That's about the extent of it. What um, year was that again? Seven, two thousand seven. Okay. So let's see. Actually, I would have been ten. Okay. Yeah. Actually, I would have been 37. Okay, I was 42 when it came yeah, out. Yeah, 37 years. I, I, I was never a fan of the the comic book. Yeah, so. 35. 34. Yeah, 34, 35. Yeah. What's that? I was never a fan of the comic book. I never read yeah. that one much. It just wasn't a character that I read. So I, But I did see the movie on pay-per-view eventually. Okay. I thought, yeah, it's, it's all right. I yeah. I get it, and it was fun. And you didn't mind blowing two bucks on it no, for pay per view. No, so it was okay. And then when you watch, and we're gonna get to it, so I, I'll leave it here. But when you watch the second one, yeah, the first one's genius. <laughs> <laughs> so when you get when you have the perspective of seeing the second one, yeah. the first one is like a, a miracle yeah. of, tele, of of cinematic. Exactly. Artificially Straight. inflate your uh, mm-hmm. rating score based off of your uh, on your original one. Yeah, using I just see it at the bottom one. of the page. <laughs> um, our next contest. Let's. You know what? I'm going to jump down to it actually because a few few uh, notches down is Ghost Rider: Spirit of Vengeance in 2012, it's which terrible. has a a sexy Rotten Tomatoes rating of 17 percent among the critics. Whoa. Yeah. What was the uh, the the fan rating? 32. 32. 
So these, some of these are like almost a little bit less than doubled. Yeah. But here's, here's, you're dumping into the, the lower numbers at this point. Now, oh, yeah. now, the write-up for that is, as if Ghostwriter wasn't enough, the first <laughs> Ghostwriter was enough, the second installment charted even lower with critics as Nicolas Cage tried his hardest to bring some demonic gravitas to the scene. I don't think I saw the second one. To the screen. Uh, this was released in the same year as Joss Whedon's Avengers. The Ghostwriter has now been relegated to small screen mm-hmm. status with his upcoming appearance in Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., uh, so, so spoilers if you haven't seen that season. Yeah, that was a couple of, seasons uh, ago, Marvel wasn't it? Agents of Shield. I think it was like two or three seasons ago. Yeah, and that was Robbie Reyes and and the 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 uh, was the Charger or the, the car, Impala? Yeah, the, the car one, the Charger, the Charger. Which I I only saw the first few episodes of, but I thought they were introducing it um, quite well. I think at the end of last season he came back. Okay. So I think because um, Shield Agents of Shield just started back up in and, in the current um, Marvel comic books, by the way. Guess who is now a guardian of the galaxy? Uh, Ghost Rider. Oh, hmm. yeah. I thought that was. I got to check an inch issue of that out because that's going to be he interesting. Is dance battle? I have no idea. Dance battle, man. Okay, so I'm distracting so you, you did, turd blossom. We did the two Ghost Rider ones, so jump back up to Superman three. Superman three, 1983, Rotten Tomatoes rating twenty six percent, fan rating of. 23. The fans hated Superman 3 worse than the critics. Look at that. It's our first one where that dips down below the critic rating. Now, here's the thing. Superman 3 and Superman 4 is also on this list, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about that in a moment. Those two movies, they were just horrible. The funny thing is, when Superman 3 first came out, that's the one with Richard Pryor. Yes. Right. Where he steals half a penny from every bank account in America yeah, or something, something like, that. like that. Yeah. I didn't hate it. I did, the whole red kryptonite, evil yeah. Superman thing. I, I missed uh, Margot Kidder as Lois Lane, mm-hmm. and that O'Toole took over as Lana Lang. Yeah. You know, I remember seeing like the first Superman movie and possibly the second one, but I don't recall seeing the other Superman movies. I think just th- the more you do and keep going on, it's mm-hmm. like you're beating the dead horse into like, how much more money can we get well, they out were try- of the I, Superman I think what franchise? They were, they were trying to get the franchise going. Yeah. <clears throat> but they were struggling so hard to come up with good storyline. I mean, with Superman 2, they blew the wad. They really did when they brought in, you know, General Zod and all that stuff, and it was it was a quintessential superhero movie. And and so where do you go from there? Who do you bring in? Ghostbusters? Oh, no. I, you know, well, it's about the same time. Call? Yeah. Now, 1983, though, there wasn't the superhero movies not, out not that, that we, we have yeah, now. Not that we have now, no. Really, that was pretty much it. Uh-huh. So as a... Uh, superhero nerd, I had to see it. It's yeah. a law. Yeah, it is, seriously. Wasn't that was it thing. like right around the time I had no for choice. like another Star Wars movie coming out around the same time, 83? Jedi. Return of the Jedi was that time. Yeah, so it got kind of lost in the wake of, of the, the whole the thing Empire. of Star Wars, yeah. Yeah. And and Star Wars, or excuse me, Superman 4, The Quest for Peace in 1987 got a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 12%. What was the fan rating? 15 so not much better. No. I've only seen it once, and yeah. it's on cable. Those are some uh, really sexy numbers. Yeah. It was a movie that wore its heart on its sleeve. Superman 4 didn't teach humanity any meaningful lesson about the dangers of nuclear proliferation, although it did impart some important learning moments about trying to restart a franchise when nobody seemed that <laughs> excited about it. 
Yeah. Um, I don't even recall ever seeing Superman 4. I don't I, think I have even seen it. The budget was way lower. The effects were not the, the as F, good. Yeah, the effects yeah. were bad. You could tell Christopher Reeve was kind of phoning it in, yeah. even from just watching the trailer. I have it on DVD because I have the Superman box set. But right. I, of course, I, I you're a completist. Yeah, but I haven't watched never it watched on it. DVD. I That's saw amazing. it once on cable when it first popped up on like HBO and haven't seen it since. Okay. Although, and it's not on this list, the Man of Steel. Was it Man of Steel or no? Superman. What'd they call the one with Brendan Ralph? Oh, uh, Superman Returns. Yeah. I didn't like that one. I liked. I actually, so you mean Stalker Superman? Yeah. The I had a baby and. Yeah. Um, and I'm going to watch my ex girlfriend from a his, distance. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't like that movie. See, and that, you know, again, here's the thing Brandon Ralph suffered from Henry Cavill disease. Great actor, great That's looking uh, in the part, uh, uh, a lot of good personality. Shitty writing. Yeah, he's in DC Legends of Tomorrow, right? As yeah, the Adam. As the Adam. Yeah, I and like him. He is. He's fun. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I enjoyed him in his in his running. You, in him. you do? Yeah. Huh. He, I, I love the interesting. I like him in his reoccurring role in in the series Chuck. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah, he was fun in I Chuck. Watch, I yeah, Chuck. he was. Uh, yeah. He was the spy who got Chuck into the uh, into the spy program, right? Right, and yeah. then he turns bad at one point, and he becomes kind of a villain. And it was just he was just so dry in it. It was great. Yeah. He delivered the lines awesome. He I goes, forgot yep. he was in that. Yeah, it was a great line. Wasn't Adam Baldwin also in that? Uh, yes, yes, yeah, he was. He, he was Casey. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's why I started watching Chuck was to see Jane. <laughs> really? <laughs> Fair Did enough. he wear the hat? Once in a great while, it would pop up. Yeah, I, I loved seeing Adam Baldwin in Castle. Yes. When he would. That was a funny episode. Yeah, it was a f- great episode. So. Yeah. We d- right. definitely digress. So now we're back to what Blade Trinity. Blade Trinity, 2004, Rotten Tomatoes rating 25%, fan rating 59. See, all right. The, I actually, I, I actually watched a video about Blade, uh, a Blade Trinity, like before I came. Yeah, you were saying something yeah. about trivia. He was like, uh, Wesley so Snipes was high through most of the movie. Most Wesley Snipes was high for the majority of the filming of uh, <laughs> Blade of Two the, and Three. Uh, right? Yep. Yeah. Uh, as a matter of fact, in Blade Trinity. Uh, there was a scene where uh, the director was telling uh, Wesley Snipes to open his eyes, and Wesley Snipes refused to do it because he, uh, for some reason, he said he didn't want to see demons or something. Jesus. And uh, so the director said, "Ah, screw it! I'm going to just CG eyes on him." Yeah. Now, which one had the the little demon Pomeranians? I don't remember. Was that that Blade? was that was the second one? The I second thought. one. I don't remember. Either's possible. It had Dominic Purcell in it. All, all I know is is um, Blade Trinity probably got the higher rating with the fans because of Jessica Biel. Okay. Because, come on. Jessica Biel. Jessica Biel. Okay. It's a thing. What was the fan rating for that? The fan rating was 59. 59. Huh. Yeah, the critic rating I, was I think 25. just because, like, vampires, Blade, whatever. Fair enough. And... Yeah. Fan loyalty. Fan loyalty. Probably. That, that's that's going to be a selling point. So, is, so Blade's considered a superhero? Yeah, yeah, he's a Marvel yeah. title. title. Yeah. Is he? Blade is actually now a member of the Avengers in the current comic book series. Oh. Because and there's whole this whole subplot about vampires popping up and there's going to be a vampire see, civil that war. See, like would never even like have crossed my mind or even thinking about because I don't mm-hmm. read the comic books. So right. Therefore, right, right. it's like, oh, it's a vampire movie. Blah blah blah. Actually, blah. I think uh, the film rights for Blade just reverted back to uh, Marvel, so they might. Uh, oh yes. So they could uh, in very well bring in uh, like. Uh, an entire movie about Blade again. It'd be interesting to see an MCU spin on on Blade. Yeah, but mm. anyway, 
you know, that would be there's a great crossover between Blade and Doctor Strange. I, yeah, I could see. Yeah, that. that's that's a fun story. What is it? Isn't he a member of like the Dark Avengers? No, no? he's he's a full on member of the Avengers now. Hmm. I feel like. I feel like he at one point was a member of the Dark Avengers. Well, luckily for me, your feelings don't count. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm oh, man. Saying. Another shot across the wall. <laughs> I don't know if he's going to be around in the next taping session. So that's, I wanted that's to, a very good point. I want to get it, I want to get it in now. Okay, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2014. I liked that movie. I didn't, I didn't see that one. I thought it was very fun-loving. I saw the, fir- the original one. While the world might have been ready for a revival of the Heroes in a Half Shell a couple Turtle of power. years ago, after all... Superheroes in the 90s nostalgia were both happening at the same time. Clearly, critics were not prepared for this particular revival. They gave it a 22%. However, the audience liked it at 51%. See, I thought it was great. I mean, Megan Fox aside. You were going to say Megan Fox? And, I mean, well, here's the thing about Megan Fox. I think she's just, she's over the top. You know, she's made herself a caricature of herself. Yeah. Sure, she's the Pamela like Anderson of our age. She really is. That's a great point, Hey, Billy. did you see that uh, she's actually starring in a documentary series right now? Wait, what? She's starring in a do- documentary series. Megan Fox is in a documentary series. Yeah, about uh, like about like warriors and stuff. Huh. Where she like scours the globe, uh, kind of like the Lucy Lawless uh, series about warrior women, but not really that because it's not just limited to like women. <laughs> That's um. It's like walking with hit through history with Megan Fox or oh, something the- like that. Legends of the Lost. That's the one with Megan Fox. And it has dinosaurs in a sleigh stack. <laughs> <laughs> in the land of the lost. Uh, has peeked behind the curtain of some of these ancient sites, in igniting an insatiable curiosity to learn more about these lost worlds. She embarks on an epic international journey to investigate and find answers to these enduring mysteries. Otherwise known as, let's pay for Megan Fox's summer home. Um, it's actually about as bad as you would think it, it is. It's, episo- mm-hmm. it's, TV, it's episodic. It's a TV miniseries. Yeah. And There's it's about as bad as I expected. Yeah. Right now. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a negative 14% rating. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. It it's probably not... doesn't have a Rotten they, Tomatoes they yet. They did but seriously, Stonehenge, though. America's Lost Civilization, Viking oh, Women Jesus, Warriors. In search of. Uh, everybody does Stonehenge somewhere along the line. But the, Legends the, of the Lost, The Trojan War, mm-hmm. Myth or Truth. Back to the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yes. <laughs> no, that's okay. But yeah. like, I never watched the original ones. And I did. I woke up early one Saturday morning, and it was on Netflix. This one. Let me see if I like this. And I did like it. I enjoyed it the hell out of it. Wasn't my lack of knowledge of the originals that right? made me like this one? I thought what, it was very that? fun-loving. Did, did my lack of knowledge of the characters of the original ones help me like this one? I don't think so. I, I mean, because I watched the original. Well, I watched the first uh, uh, turtle movie from back in the eighties, nineties. And then I watched the second one, and then the Secrets of the Ooze type of crap, whatever the third one. I think there was a third or fourth. I, I ignored those because and it was Vanilla like the, Ice was in him. It was the Superman effect. Mm-hmm. You know, the first couple were good, and then they were reaching for so much material to try and keep things going that they just really blew the, the whatever came next. But that notwithstanding, um, this 2014 rendition, I thought it was great. I thought the CGI for the Turtles, I thought everything was really well done. I had a lot of fun with it. You know, I'm surprised that its sequel isn't on this list. Which what sequel? Didn't it have a sequel? It's it's in production still. Oh, never mind. Yeah, it's it's coming out soon. <laughs> It'll be on next year's list. It'll be on next year's. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Billy. <laughs> Sherry, keep keep in mind we're going to be doing the uh, the bad superhero movies again, and and TMNT two will probably be on the list. So we're just going to throw. Yeah, uh, keep there. it in mind. <laughs> 
TMT like 27. Teenage Mutant Ninja mm. Turtles, Heroes in a Half Shell, Turtle Power. There we go. Now, Spawn 1997 is our next little chat. The cinematic version of Todd McFarlane's Image comic has an impressive cast that included Martin Sheen, John Leguizamo, and Nicole Williamson. But sadly, that couldn't save it from its own melodramatic impulses. It was a mess. I do remember seeing this in the in the theaters, thinking it was going to be so awesome because I was a big Todd McFarlane fan. He he was the the main artist behind the Amazing Spider-Man when I started collecting comic books. Oh, oh, hello. My computer decided to say something. Yeah, computer. Um, so it you know, didn't like the Spawn movie either. I guess not. <laughs> Apparently not. So Todd McFarlane, you know, was he had this great art, and then so I followed him around to a couple of the other titles he was working on. So I discovered Spawn. It was very dark. It was not my usual taste but it was cool it was i thought it was a pretty good story so okay a movie's coming out oh they're gonna make a movie out of a comic book oh great you know that's that was where we were back in in 1997 and and sure enough the movie did not disappoint in in being disappointing you know and it, but john leguizamo was so much fun i wanted him to be more in the movie it was just but but there you have it 36 from the audience 36 from the audience 19 from the critics on spawn when uh when video uh, it sounds like a uh, similar to like how we view uh video game movies nowadays yeah pretty much you know especially when um who was who was the guy who massacred so many video game movies Huey Bowl yeah when Huey Bowl's behind a movie you know it's going to suck he's going to think he's the most awesome thing ever on the face of the planet but he should really rethink that that's all i'm saying um Oh, the legend. <laughs> oh, God. Look at this. The I, legend is next on the list. It's so bad, Howard, it's good. <laughs> Howard the Duck, 1986. Rotten Tomato rating, 15%. And the fan rating is... More than double it. It's 38%. 38. Well, I wonder how many people just... They, they wrote it as a good movie because it was just so spectacularly awful that you had to enjoy it. It's so bad that it's, it's good. <laughs> And here's the write-up. Perhaps the most famous comic book turkey of them all, <laughs> although that might be the wrong mm-hmm. term for movie fe- featuring a talking duck. Howard the Duck proved that George Lucas didn't have the Midas touch when it came to the genre entertainment. It, and it stalled out Marvel's big screen plans for decades. But can I tell you, it was awesome to see him in the... Oh, in the Guardians of the Galaxy? Gal- yeah. Yeah, that was awesome at the you know. At the the the, the end the collect, scene, like, the tag yeah. scene, the credit scene, yeah. I, th- I thought he was in with the, but then he was in one of the other movies. He's yeah, been he, in twice. He was, uh, was in he? the bar scene in the sequel to the Guardians. Yeah. That's Galaxy. right. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that. Yeah. Thank you for that. I, and I think you know that's that's James Gunn's way of saying. But there's like, yeah, it's like know, just a nod. To love that. a little nod to that movie. Yeah. So just uh, didn't wasn't this movie uh, particularly responsible for uh, like. Uh, some of the financial troubles that uh, Marvel experienced in yes. the 90s. This movie killed Marvel Studios and created all of the problems that we have with Marvel properties being across multiple studios. Gotcha. I, can, I can almost guarantee that. It also almost killed Leah Thompson's career. <laughs> yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. She disappeared for, for a while, while. and then she showed she up won. in a sitcom, yep. basically. Of all, and that's where she resurrected her careers Wasn't because people are like, oh, the, she's still really um, good. Comic strip writer. She was doing comic strip stuff, yeah, but but for the, the most net part, TV show. Yeah, yeah. this movie is, is behind the death of just about everything we know and love. No, I'm kidding. It's not that bad, but it was, <laughs> um, but it would definitely put a, a crimp in a lot of things. Um, it's part of the reason why superhero movies had a bad reputation for like the decade there, uh, the two decades thereafter. Oh yeah, 
Oh, yeah. Uh, Jack Garner even was quoted as saying, you know, when, when there was a superhero movie coming out in the 90s, I think it was one of the X-Men movies, and his response was, yeah, we, d- we need another Howard the Duck, don't we? You know, or, or something along those lines. And it was, okay, yeah, there you go. That, that monster's never going to go away, I don't think. But Sherry, did you ever see uh, Howard the Duck? Did you ever actually, like, sit down and watch the movie? Oh, we've lost Sherry. She's watching it right now. She's watching it right now. <laughs> and, and her, I'm sorry, what was the question? I was, I was asking if you ever, actually ever watched Howard the Duck, the movie. Probably not since 1986. <laughs> <laughs> that gap in, the, in that pause was basically she was just cleaning the blood from her eyes because she was actually watching the movie at the same moment. <laughs> All right, who's next on the after Howard the Duck? The, the Spirit. Spirit in 2008. I can honestly say I had not, I have not a clue in regards to this movie. I, I, I have seen this movie. I have actually watched this movie because when you put Frank Miller and the Sin City vibe and, and, and there's a couple of other things that all kind of fit together and, and Samuel L. Jackson was in it, I'm like, this should be actually... F- Scarlett Johansson. And, and I do know that this... I wasn't going to say it, but yeah. <laughs> I see it right here. Yeah, Scarlett but, Johansson and her cleavage. Yes, Billy? This character and its creator were groundbreaking at the time. I, right. There's a whole award, the Will Eisner Awards are mm-hmm. named after the creator of the spirit. And I do know that this character was a groundbreaking character in, what, the 40s? Yeah. So, but I never yeah. saw the movie, so. I haven't seen. Um, so, the critic, the critics gave it what? Uh, 14. Um, the audience gave it 25%. I'm on IMDb right now. It has a 4.8 star out of 10. Huh. I, out of 10, I would have given the movie two. It was just, it was a mess. It was a chaotic mess. They were trying to do too much with the image. They were trying to make an art piece. Like Sin City. Oh, Sin, Sin City. Like okay. Sin City. And, I've seen that one. Yeah, which was a fantastic, groundbreaking kind of a movie, mm-hmm. right? But they were trying to capture that lightning in a bottle the second time, and it was just a big, chaotic mess. And I just never quite latched on to what was going on there. And and I'm sorry, but Scarlett Johansson and her cleavage and Eva Mendes, it just, they weren't enough. I mean, well, Eva Mendes is a terrible actress. She's a great human being, beautiful woman. Uh, you know, philanthropist, altruist. She's just a great person, but she's a horrible actress. Should never be on another movie another entire, ever again. <laughs> I would give her a 10% in Rotten Tomatoes. But anyway, moving on. Steel. Steel. I- 1997, Rotten Tomatoes rating 12%. Shaquille O'Neal as John Henry, basically Superman in a suit of armor. Yeah, when when Superman died, uh, yeah. he split off into four different characters. One of them being Steel. Steel. And but you never got that. It was an entirely different yeah. origin story, and Shaquille O'Neal, being Shaquille O'Neal, um, just being his affable, goofy self, and it just never took. Just. Uh, it had a fifteen percent from the audience. Fifteen percent from the IMDb audience. IMDb is two point eight. I have seen this movie a couple of times. It was great background noise. The first time I watched it seriously to see what it was all about, just to judge that it was bad. And then if it popped up on TV and I needed background noise, that was basically it. No, that would be Armageddon. I feel like um, (laughs) I feel like the uh, animated uh, uh, the animated DC universe did a much much better job of like introducing Steel into Mm -hmm. their universe. I I agree. Yeah, this made sense. Yeah. Yeah, this is one that I wouldn't have had a clue. I'm gonna skip a few. At the moment, I want to jump down um, to wrap to start wrapping some things up because there's like six or seven left. But I'm going to skip a few of them here. Um, But you have some. We'll do the honorable mentions. There's Crow, City of Angels, 
That actually had a 40% from the audience. And a 12% from the critics. Um, Batman and Robin from 1997, which I kinda was... I kind of liked it. I know people hated it. Uh, it was I know awful. George It was just Clooney, so I, I, bad. George Clooney was, is a great actor, but it was just the wrong part it, To me, him. it had such a bad Bat nipples. Yeah. yeah. 16%. <laughs> 16% from the fans, 11% from the critics. Um, Jennifer Garner's Electra. Maybe my least favorite yeah. of the... Oh. So boring. <clears throat> it was a boring movie. It really That's was. the problem. It was boring. She was great in the Daredevil movie with Ben Affleck. Yeah, she was. But she, the, her her standalone movie was just and wow. Can I, can I say I'm, I'm three ha- times higher than the critics? Thirty percent. Thirty percent for the fans. Ten yeah. percent from the critic. Go ahead, Billy. Can I say I'm happy to see that Ben Affleck's Daredevil movie isn't on the list? Yeah, that's amazing to me. Because I was actually I, sc- I was scouting through it. Was that share? I said, yeah, me too. Yeah, seriously. It's like, it, that should have popped up because it's so universally panned. I liked Although it. I liked it. It was yeah. fun. I Hold thought on, it was a great movie. I'll look and see what it is at. Um, now, Fantastic Four, the 2015. You with, mean Fan Four Stick? Yeah, Fan Four Stick. God, the, I hated that movie. The 100-minute trailer to the movie we wanted to watch? Yes. <laughs> uh, fan rate, a uh, uh, critic rating of 9% for Fantastic Four. The first 15 18. minutes of that, I kind of liked and was hopeful about. Yeah, and then it Where just it went. showed the the uh, friendship between Reed and Ben. Yeah, I thought that and was then, great. We were off had, to the races, yeah. but then all of a sudden it went downhill. Oof. God, I hated that movie. And then yeah. it started it started picking up towards the end. It was like, okay, now now we're starting to see it gel. And then you saw Doctor Doom. And then it credit. <laughs> and then yeah. there was credits. Yeah. No, that was that was that was a thing. It was it was like I said, it was the hundred minute trailer to the movie we wanted to watch. You know. Yeah. But so the one I wanted to talk about is the second to last on the list, and that's Catwoman, two thousand four, Halle Berry, Rotten Tomatoes rating nine percent, fan rating eighteen. Eighteen percent. So yeah, fans are usually I'm, double the critics. Right, but now are these fan ratings now, not when it came out? They're collective. They're over time. Whoever okay. happens to go to Rotten Tomatoes and put their two cents in is basically. Right. So, so this is like the average aggregate over however long it's been out. Right. Because um, from whatever that we got, the <laughs> taping notes, I looked at whatever, some of the um, critics' things uh-huh. have gone up a little bit on really? a couple of the, like they were like Like a couple one of critics are point, catching up on their 12 years of homework? They're one or two points higher than they were when the, the mm-hmm. list was compiled. So I just thought, I'm like, okay. How? Right. Well, like some of the early movies on this list mm-hmm. um, probably don't have as many reviews yeah, on the, the internet. Yeah, because didn't exist yeah. you know, when these movies came out. Now, Catwoman. To this day, Catwoman seems like a movie produced as a result of a dare, taking the Batman character from the and changing everything about her, including her secret identity and her M.O., aside from her name. The result was a movie that seemed as confused as the reasoning behind it, beloved by, well, certainly not the critics, Based on the Rotten Tomatoes score. Now, here's my observation about Catwoman. I've watched that movie twice. The first time was the the the, the honest viewing of it, and the second time I watched it with my back turned, just to listen to it and to listen to the the sound editing and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Because my biggest complaint with Catwoman was the the video and the camera angles, and, and the CGI, and how they tried to make it look like they're trying to chase her around when she'd be running around a room. and what It was dizzying. I was actually, it was the first movie ever in the history of all the movies I've ever watched that made me nauseous because of motion sickness. Huh. And, and so my, my thought was, I'm going to watch this movie again, but I don't want to actually physically put my eyes on it because I want to listen, I want to hear it and see if maybe this, the video was distracting. And I'm happy to say that, no, it wasn't the video's fault. The movie just sucked. 
So. And you know something? I've never seen it. I think because there are so many other good cat women in the yeah. Cat there. women's. Uh, whether it's Michelle Pfeiffer or Julie Newmar. Or, oh, wait, but Michelle Pfeiffer is yeah. by is is the the bar to, yeah. to judge all the others by. And of course, you got the classic Batman TV series yeah. from the '60s, and you have Julie Newmar and Eartha Kitt and all those guys. Anne Hathaway, I think, did a great turn. I did too. Mm-hmm. That's I, a, I, yeah. I enjoyed her part, you know. But but Holly Berry, she lost a bet, and we're very sorry. Now, if you went in not knowing that there was ever a Batman villain named Catwoman, uh-huh. if this was just dropped on the public. And Catwoman in the comics didn't exist. Uh-huh. Is it any better? No. The the movie still sucks. Okay. The movie is still horrible. I got to say it. Okay. So, yeah. Like I said, I, I, mm-hmm. I, I watched it without putting my eyes on it. I just listened to it, to the flow of it, to the dialogue, mm-hmm. you know, to the, the sound, to the music, to everything. And it was just like, no, this is a horrible movie. So, but... There is, there is one more movie that Rotten Tomatoes ranks lower than even that. And we're very, very sorry. And I think it's wrong. You think it's wrong? Yeah. This movie okay. wasn't good, I but like it's this not. Movie. It's, Helen Slater? Yeah, Helen Slater's Supergirl, Supergirl is fine. 1984, Rotten Tomatoes rating, critics 7%. Where's the uh, the fan? 26. 26%. Almost four times higher. Almost four times. Is Supergirl really the worst superhero movie ever made? No. It's certainly silly and campy with some bad acting. Faye Dunaway, what were you doing? <laughs> uh, and a nonsensical script, but the said can be same for Thor The Dark World, which apparently gets a Rotten Tomatoes score of 66%. Oh, yeah, Supergirl Thor. is a flawed movie, sure, but damning it as the worst superhero movie ever feels like an overstatement. It's almost as if Rotten Tomatoes is an arbitrary aggregator of critical opinion, say that five times fast, that conforms to the zeitgeist of particular eras and not an objective arbiter of truth and quality. But that'd be ridiculous. So was that script. Did you write that, Sherry? Did you write that? No, this is probably all from uh, oh my Rotten Tomatoes. God, that was the first time I ever no. read it. Read it. That was amazing. No, no, but I mean, but that was that last sentence was very ironic. You yes. Understand? Yeah. Now I will say the word the one like come out. What's the, okay. the one only time I ever watched Supergirl was in the late '90s, and it was. We watched Supergirl 10 minutes after we just stopped watching Barbarella. And so which is better? Barbarella by a stretch because okay. Jane Fonda is hotter than Helen Slater. I'm sorry I had to put it that uh, way. Su- Supergirl. But <laughs> but it was so weird because at one point just I can't even I can't even tell you where I was going with my thinking on on, on Supergirl, but it always felt like Duran Duran should actually show up. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> there was that cosmic kind of alien thing going on. And anyway, yeah, but. I kind of like Supergirl. Yeah. And why? I, what it, now? What is it about that movie that you liked? I ju- just the general campiness of it. It had the fun aspect of it mm-hmm. that DC movies nowadays don't have, or well, now they're starting to get it again. Yeah. But um, I just thought it was kind of fun, and again, it was during a time where superhero movies there weren't sort a lot of didn't out. exist. That's true. So I had that to, is very true. I had to watch what was given to me, and so, and they yeah. didn't exist because also, of this. I think. It was unapologetically campy. Yes. It wasn't supposed to be more than that. I mean, they make a good point about Thor Dark World. I mean, that is absolutely my least favorite of the MCU movies. Um, But, I mean, this movie never tried to be anything but it was. It tried to be fun, and it succeeded in my book. Okay. Mm -hmm. And that's why a couple movies that aren't on this list... 
two Wolverine movies in general, or uh, specifically, I'm sorry, not in general, specifically the Origins movie mm-hmm. and oh, the one where Wolverine goes to Japan that I don't even, I think it's just the Wolverine. Wolverine. Mm-hmm. The Wolverine, yeah. But that was boring. So I'll take Supergirl over either of those. One. I think it's time I, I watch Supergirl again. It's a thing. And I love I'll that the TV show has Helen Slater play her mom. Yeah, that's great. I thought, well, oh, Dean Cain is the yeah. father and then yes. Helen Slater's the mom. I thought that was a great nod, yep. you know, to, to super, uh, Superman lore, as it were. Okay, well, jumping back to Daredevil. Okay. Um, a reason why I didn't make this list, because it's over 30% for oh. the critics. It's at 44. However, the audience score is only at 35. <laughs> so it still stays above the um, the, the, the plateau. Personally, there. Plateau. I, I like... Uh, Matt Murdock and oh, Electra's yeah. fight on the seesaw. Yeah. You're holding back. Yeah. I am. Don't. Okay. Mm. <laughs> and and to jump to your waitress movie, Sherry. Um yeah. 90% critics, audience 74. Who was in that movie that I she really brought didn't up? Like Nathan it. Fillion. Okay. It's a Nathan Fillion movie. And, and Carrie Russell. And Carrie Russell. Oh, I know. Okay, I know which one that is. I didn't see it, but I know which one you're talking about. Yeah, Yeah, I remember that now. I haven't seen it, but small thing about um, uh, you mentioned that they brought um, that they brought Helen Slater on um, Supergirl. Mm -hmm. She was she was actually in um, she was in Smallville also. Oh yeah, she played Lara L. Uh, Did you, uh, cute. During that last crossover Superman's with, biological uh, mother. Right. with um, the, uh, in Elseworlds? the seats. Yeah, Elseworlds. Uh, I really like the fact that they used the theme song for uh, Smallville on the farm. Mm. Oh, I didn't even, you know, I, I haven't seen Elseworlds. I saw uh, Elseworlds, but I haven't seen Smallville, so it wouldn't have made any connection, no connection. for yeah. me. But for it, the, it did for it me. Was a, it was a nice one of those obscure yeah. references for the diehard fans. Yeah. Got Save it. Save me. What was his name? Because supposedly uh, that Superman is supposed to be the same Superman from uh, Smallville. Cause oh, Because cool. uh, Smallville was a CW property. That's right. Mm. It was. So that was what? What's his name? Ooh, Tom Welling. Tom Welling. Thank you. I almost said Tom Holland, and I knew that was wrong, so I backed <laughs> off on saying anything. Okay. My daughter would be like, he can play anything. I love Tom Holland. So, I mean, it was a list we don't necessarily agree No, but there's some valid the critics, points in yes, there. Yeah. There's definitely some valid, valid points in this list. I mean, I, there's a lot I haven't seen, but I'm like, uh-huh. I, I'm one that I'll check my brain at the door and just watch it and eat popcorn. And since <laughs> it has to be said, Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer, Galactus isn't a cloud. <laughs> Galactus is not a cloud. Other Boy, than, we haven't said that in a while. Yeah. Other than that, the movie's okay. But it, okay. it's funny because like, yeah. Fantastic Four, Chris Evans, and yeah. now he's Captain America. Now he's and Captain all America. The, yeah. yeah. He definitely st- stepped Superhero up in the Superhero reclamation projects. <laughs> <laughs> and actually, somewhere in between there, he was in a... Another movie based on a comic book, a graphic novel called Snowpiercer. That's very. He was good. also in The Losers. Oh yeah. Yeah. Was that another comic? That was book? a comic. That was an indie comic book. Oh yeah. Speaking of like, Zoe Saldana. Speaking of movies that are probably going to be terrible, have you guys seen uh, the trailer for uh, Expendables Four? Has literally the entire action movie pa- uh, pantheon. No, I <laughs> no, did not. I didn't know there was going to be. There's going to be a fourth. There's going to be a fourth, and it has literally the entire action movie pa- pantheon. Like who? Who we have not seen uh, so far? Liam Neeson. <laughs> okay. Uh, Chuck Norris. Clint Eastwood. Uh, oh dear God. Uh, then you got your standard. Bruce Are you looking Willis. that up? Is no, Van Damen? I think so. Okay. It's got Expendables Four, IMDb. Let's see. Cast Sylvester Stallone. I see right here on top. Oh, here we go. Let me scroll down. See full cast. Uh, 
Uh, it doesn't really have anything in IMDb yet. So no. Where'd you hear about this? Uh, I was reading an article about it because it's supposed to release early 2019, <laughs> and they haven't set a release date. <laughs> well, uh, if you find that article, can you email it to I us? I will. I will. Okay. This this production notes from IMDb Pro was updated the 30th of May 2017. Nothing has been updated since then. Oh jeez. So. On IMDb. Well, I got to imagine they have something because all current movies are going up. But anyway. All right, oh, yeah. so we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back from taking a quick break, we're going to have a little chat about events, we're going to do our usual business, and then we have our question of the week. Okay, do, do, do. little comedy from Jordan Rubin, talking about superhero movies. Yay. I love superhero movies. I saw that Superman Returns. I don't want to ruin it, but he okay. returns, and... Um, <laughs> There's a scene in Superman Returns where Superman gets shot in the face at point-blank range. The bullet bounces off his eye. The guy sitting next to me in the theater goes, yeah, right. <laughs> like, that's where it all came apart for him, right? Like, he's sitting there the whole movie like, I could see this guy flying around. And I could see him being from Krypton. <laughs> I'd pull it off the eye. No way. Come on. <laughs> you ain't fooling me, Hollywood. <laughs> Hollywood! Hmm. I was Googling uh, Krypton today. Interesting, interesting planet. I will say that. I love Google. Google's awesome because on Google, you can just like type in anything and get it wrong, and it knows what you meant. It's yeah, like psychic, right? It's actually scary. Like two weeks ago, I typed in, how do you make cupcakes? And it said, do you mean, how do you know if you're gay? <laughs> I was like, yeah. It's the part of the fun, part of the show, part of the thing when we start talking about things that we're going to be doing. Tony, will you have any big events coming up on the horizon? Uh, yeah, I think we got this Comic-Con going on April 13th and 14th at the Blue Cross Aurelia. That's amazing. Something, something crazy like that. That's amazing. I hear we also have some pretty neat guests. Like, uh, we got three uh, the three uh, Yellow forever Rangers. Yellow, forever yeah, Yellow. Forever, hashtag Forever Yellow. Yeah. Uh, Tracy Lynn Cruz. Uh, Nakia. Baris. Baris, thank you. Uh, Karen Ashley, and we got uh, the uh, the uh, writer and artist uh, Rusty Gillen, as well as uh, Hacksaw uh, Jim Duggan. Hacksaw Jim Duggan, ho! Oh! He, doesn't he come in with like a two by four? Yes, he yes. does. Okay. See, you love wrestling. I, can I tell only you. have looked at the bio and the pictures. Okay. And Sean Stockton. See, told if me. he was going to be a hacksaw, which is mainly for metal, shouldn't he brought in a pipe instead of a? We'll have to discuss that one. Don't you use it on... Never mind. And we've got the actor, Michael Bean. Yep. Uh, Why, Johnny Ringo, you look like somebody just walked to your grave. And now remember, we're still accepting applications for vendors, artists, writers, panelists, game designers, game runners, and others. Please contact us for more information. Head chef. Volunteer. Volunteer coordinators. (laughs) Coordinators? I'm doing that right now. Someone could take that job. Okay. I suppose that'll be me again. No, you got panels. I got panels? I thought Laura was taking panels away from me. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I smile and not a lot. It's really what gets me through my meetings. Another meeting. Yeah. Yes. 
Um, before we go on to that, Tony, I just want to um, jump back to Expendables 4. Won't start filming until April 2019, what? and half the cast is backed out. <laughs> Stallone's not in it Someone else is not in it Someone else is not in it So much for the whole pantheon yeah. When yeah. they when they initially advertised it They uh, they said something like 40 some odd actors And it was the entire uh, like no. action movie 80s pantheon That's amazing But Stallone has to get through Rambo 5 first which Rambo is, 5 Which is, is being thing? released in September of 2019 Oh no, yes. no. Creed 2, Rambo 5, Expendables 4 They've talked about Expendables whatever So yes Expendables forever mm-hmm. Yes Oh my so, god Alright uh, uh, Before we go on to want to help find announcer the show yes. Yeah here we go here comes radio announcer voice Oh boy <clears throat> Want to be part of the FC3 Monkey Business and Mighty Monkey Corporation? There are a few ways of doing that. Wow. The, the first is to become a sponsor. We have sponsorship levels of all kinds and are even willing to create custom sponsorship packets. Please contact us at sponsorships at fc3roc.org. How was that? Is that good? Over the top? Tell us Too more. Much? Yay. Tell the us more. Top. But wait, there's, there's more. more. The next is by supporting us on Patreon. Patreon is a way to support the people who are creating things that you love. Please check us out on www.patreon.com backslash FC3ROC. All membership levels will include access to the Patreon-only blog, plus tons of great perks at all levels. Special shout-outs to our See No Evil tier patrons. Patrons, I can speak. This is great. James Irish. Jen Bevan and our very own Tanya Metris. Holy snap. <laughs> Tell us more. Tell us more. <laughs> Have you guys been watching The Prices Right lately or something? I actually, you know, when when the, the cold snap hit, I did stay home a little bit longer than I probably should have during my lunch break, and I was watching a little bit of Drew Carey oh, with okay. The Prices Right. Yeah. yeah, that's a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, want to help others find the show? Please leave us a review wherever you listen to us. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Podbean, YouTube, and Stitcher. Is there a place you can find your podcast You can, but you can't find FC3 Monkey Business? Let us know. And please follow us on Twitter at FC3MB Podcast. And if you do, please say hi. We love it. When you say hi. Now, hi. Sherry, you've got some news coming up. We, we were expanding our presence. Is that correct? Or is that not a rumor? Or is that truth? Well, uh, as of the dropping of this, people should know about our new uh, website nice. and our new platform. Yay. You're no longer being hosted by Spreaker. We'll be hosted by Transistor. Oh, boy. All right. So we're, we're leaving Spreaker behind. We are. We are very excited about the re- one of the reasons why we are moving over. We've moved over mm-hmm. to Transistor is because we would like to start bringing you more podcasts, more than just FC3 Monkey Business. Ah, that's right. We are going to start working on developing the Mighty Monkey Podcast Network. Dun, dun, dun. We we are so, and that's something that we can do with Transistor, which we couldn't do with Spreaker. Gotcha. So. Very excited about this change, and really keep an eye out. We will be bringing you a heck of a lot more. Absolutely, great work on that one, hon. I knew you've been you've been slaving away at that one for a little while. So the fact that this is finally coming Thank around you. is is good stuff. Very cool. Uh, so that is the the news, and we are out of here on our way to the question of the week. So I will pose the question of the week because pose it. I don't read comic books. So, you don't. That's so true. therefore, I, I, still love wouldn't, you anyway. I wouldn't necessarily have an answer for this. Mm-hmm. But 
what comic book title deserves a TV show of its own that's not already on there? Billy, I actually have an answer. Okay. Because I, in, in the future, we're going to be discussing the two versions of Sabrina. Yes. yes. Which sort of got me thinking in that direction. Sabrina started as an Archie character. and That's true. Uh, a couple years ago, a darker version of that comic showed up, and now there's a TV show on Netflix, a darker version, The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina. Well, what if the Harvey character's comic Hot Stuff, the little devil, wound up with a darker version? <laughs> oh, my God, Bill. <laughs> I would like to see Hot Stuff, the little devil, that's funny. in hell. That is, that's funny. I like that. That's cool. I, I see a very dark path we could go on with this. We could go for, like, a satanic Garfield. Oh, God. He's just evil anyway. <laughs> yeah. Like, but know. he loves lasagna. Yeah. How, how can anybody evil not, you know, how can anybody who likes lasagna be evil? That's a thing. I don't know. Fair enough. That's amazing. Because um, he likes to torment Odie? Yeah, well, there's that. But there are Garfield movies already with Sherry, Bill did, Murray. Did, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we did, have them. A Tale of Two Kitties. Did you have uh, something in mind when you came up with the question, Cher? Oh, absolutely. Okay, lay it on me. Okay, so you know how they keep talking about bringing Buffy back, doing a Buffy reboot? Right. And most people who are fans (laughs) of the show, including myself, are just like, please don't. Please. (laughs) There's a way to go back into that world without making it about Buffy. Okay, comic books. Oh, Oh, I, I think I know where you're going. Go ahead. I've mentioned this before. Mm-hmm. Frey. Yep. Let's let's do a TV show about Frey. If it was another character. With, yep. If you're not familiar with Frey, it's a futuristic spinoff of Buffy, and it was written by Joss, and it follows a different Slayer named Malaka Frey. Mm-hmm. And she's chosen, and because vampires have disappeared, there's chosen. But nobody knows what they're chosen for. Right. Because there's no vampires. But vampires are coming back, and all of a sudden, she has these powers, and she doesn't know why. And Mm -hmm. there's nobody to train her. Because that whole lore has just disappeared into the ether. Exactly. Yeah. Such a great comic book. It was such a great series, and I think it would make a phenomenal TV show. I, you know what, I can get behind that as long as Joss is the one writing it because yes. nobody else would get it right, I don't think. That's a thing. You did send me the first, I, I think it was the first trade of it? Yes. It's I on my. So. It's on my list of things to read. <laughs> <laughs> Along with your stack that's taller than you? Yeah, well, no, it's not taller than I am, thank God, but it's yeah. it's still pretty bad. But that's that. I'm. I have my reading area. It's just really cold out, and I can't get to my reading area right now because it's so cold. Mm-hmm. So, all right, Frey, that's a thing. Tanya, do you have any ideas? Do you have any suggestions? Anything you've popped up? There's comic books. There's comic books. Oh, she comic? just said that. <laughs> you go see all the movies. I see the movies, but I don't read the comics. Yeah, well, there is there any character but, that have been in the movies that have, you have not seen on TV and would like to? Come back to me. I, I can't. There's Tony. Come back? And Tony know. just. Tony. No, I didn't. What? You I, went to Billy. You went to Sherry. Tony hasn't said anything. I, I said Garfield as a joke. Oh, <laughs> that's where I got lost. All right, Tony. 
Uh, there's a couple options here. Uh, okay. There's Combos Man. <laughs> combos Man? Uh, it's what, uh, Combinations. <laughs> no, he. Uh, uh-huh. it, uh, that's more of a joke. Oh, um, okay. He was uh, an adver- advertisement for Combos in Marvel Comics. Oh, boy. Where they literally took slices of different heroes and villains and put uh-huh. them all into one character. <laughs> but literal slices. It's actually hilarious. Oh, but my that's not my actual one. My okay. actual one is uh, Rob, the, uh, the computer. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. I've, I feel like... Uh, not a lot of people know about him, and uh-huh. uh, since not a lot of people know about him, there's a lot you can do with him. That's true. It's kind of like uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, but mm-hmm. it's a supercomputer. Mm-hmm. I, I, that's kind of cool. All right, I hadn't thought of that. Uh, so who needs a TV series that has not been on TV yet or currently? I'm going to be honest. I, I've been racking my brain and can't think of anybody who's been covered or hasn't been covered properly yet. I'm wondering... Here's the thought that just popped into my head. Thor, but you do it in the genre of friends. <laughs> <laughs> How about the the frog Thor? The frog or, or, or Beta Ray Bill? Yeah, yeah, one of those. But I think Chris Hemsworth, who has been working very hard at, at showing up with, with comedic chops, mm-hmm. I think if you put Thor and... And Loki's there. And Loki's there, and it's, you know, Central Perk is is like the, where they all, where the, all the Guardians hang out. And Loki is getting his own show in the Marvel Disney TV streaming thing. Yeah. That's crazy. Ooh. With Hiddleston. With Hiddleston? With Hiddleston. Oh, boy. Is it animated People or is it are going, No, action? it's real. It's his oh, live action. Shoot. People are going crazy over that. I guarantee it. There's also going to be a Vision Scarlet Witch with uh, mm-hmm. Ashley, or is it Ashley Olsen? Uh, Elizabeth Olsen. Elizabeth Olsen. Elizabeth Olsen. And um, the guy that plays the Vision, Paul. Uh, Paul Bettany. Thank you. That would be cool. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. That okay. should be good. What about Jonah Hex? There we go. But there's already a movie. There's just yeah, but, but she, we're talking TV, TV series. Show. Oh, what should okay. be a TV series? Okay. Mm-hmm. Or um, Red. Retired, extremely dangerous. Yes. Red. Okay. As a TV series. Mm-hmm. Just the more antics of. More antics of of. Uh, the Bruce Willis. Of Frank, it, of Frank and Marvin. Yeah. 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 Well, and the um, was it Mary? The, uh, yeah, Mary um, uh, Mary Elizabeth Parker. Her character. Yeah, because she's just like, yeah. I want a gun. I want a gun. Anything, you gave her a gun? I'll tell you, anything that puts Helen Mirren on the TV screen is good in my book. I'm just going to say that right now. Um, I I would like to see... I mean, not an Avengers. I, I want to see really what happened in Budapest. That's where I was going. <laughs> she beat me. She beat me by two seconds. I was gonna. I was gonna say. You and yeah. I have to remember Budapest differently. Yes, <laughs> you and I remember very, very differently. differently. So we so, need to see what's going on in Budapest. Yes, I think that's a thing. I'll just call it Budapest. My house. And then, of course, Budapest. we have we have a ready-made theme song. Because the, the British singer George Ezra has a song named Budapest. My house in Budapest. My. <laughs> <laughs> you. Do you, oh. want, do you want me to find it? That'd be funny. I, okay, hold on a second. You gotta do, a <coughs> do the magic so, of radio. Yeah, I mean, there's other things that, but I, did, I didn't realize like Red was a comic book, but yeah, it, or is it? I hear you, Sherry. Hang on. Or a graphic novel. Uh huh. Here, here we go. Oh, first we playing? have to get through the ad for Third Eye Blind. <laughs> so. That air. Uh, vamp. Five seconds, four seconds. Vamp super. your asses off. Magic edit. Dun, dun, dun. And here we go. 
Here we go. I love this song, too. This is it's a great like, song. It's a good song. And now you can see the whole montage of Scarlett Johansson and Jeremy Renner. Going I feel through. like being like a buddy comedy. <laughs> Seriously, it's an on the road <laughs> flick. It really is. It's Sudden Nick Fury cameo right there. Yeah. <laughs> It may be hard for you to stop and believe, but for you. There's Jeremy Renner on the front porch of his farmhouse. <laughs> you know, Linda Cardinelli comes out, gives him a cup of coffee. People start shooting at him. He kills them all in one shot with a spoon. <laughs> Isn't he coming back for uh, Endgame? Oh yes, mm-hmm. as Ronan. Yeah, I was. I saw that. I was like really excited. Oh, that's gonna be badass. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're gonna finally take. They're gonna finally take Clint off the leash. Yeah. I think that's gonna be great. Yeah. Now, wasn't, I forget, was Ronan a villain? No, it was just... Him off the leash. Gotcha. Yeah, it was Hawkeye in a different mood. Yeah. When when things go bad, Hawkeye gets serious and it just gets weird from there. It gets <laughs> ugly. Sherry, you were going to say something. Yeah, you were saying about Thor. Yeah. Have you seen the YouTube videos that... Uh, that uh, I'm, I'm all, I always massacre his name. Takai Watiti? Is that uh-huh. how you pronounce his name? Yes, or Wakanadi. Wakanadi. Uh, that they that he and Chris Hemsworth did Team Thor. Right. Yes. Have and he was like living videos? with Daryl or something. They basically explain why Thor, why Thor wasn't in one of the the Avengers movies or or he wasn't and in, why in he's Civil a bad War. House guest. What's that? Then why he's a bad house guest? Yes. But also explain why he wasn't <laughs> in Civil War. Uh, yes. Huh. I thought he was like yep. fixing the galaxy. No, no, he was hanging out with Daryl. He was living with a with an office worker in a flat in Australia. <laughs> That's funny. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was oh, it was I've classic. It was absolutely classic. It was hilarious as all hell. You know that should be its own TV series. There you go, Derek and Thor. My roommate Thor. <laughs> <laughs> My. Uh... So, Team Thor, that's what it was. Okay. My uh, lap, my uh, computer's name, like on the network, is uh, Thor the Angry Cat. Um, uh, in regards to um, Daryl. Daryl, not Derek. Daryl. Daryl. It's Daryl. Okay. It's Daryl, not Daryl. Daryl Johnson. Um, the Grandmaster moves to Earth. Okay. Post Thor Ragnarok. Daryl's last roommate Thor left him, and now he's found a new roommate, Grandmaster. This picks up right after after the events of <laughs> Thor Ragnarok. Oh my! Jeff, so Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. Goldblum moves in. Yeah, and and I just watched a. Um, <laughs> Someone says, "Can this become a Netflix TV series?" There you go. <laughs> I just watched the Jurassic Park marathon on USA the other day, and so I got my dose of of Jeff, Jeff Goldblum. Goldblum. Holy Moses! He's coming to Rochester soon. Yes, yeah. for the jazz just festival. Fast. Yeah, that should be a lot of fun. The man's multi-talented. It's kind of scary. Yeah. Let's see if we can get him up here. That'd be great. Oh my God. <laughs> Sherry, Sherry, get to see, it. let's see what we can do. Oh God! <laughs> let's get him up here. On it. Okay. Should should I hit this? Yeah, that's yeah. a good thing to hit because this has been Monkey Business, a product of the Mighty Monkey Corporation, purveyors and producers of the Flower City Comic Con, coming at you like a spider monkey, April thirteenth and fourteenth at the Blue Cross Arena. Follow us on Facebook, like us on Twitter, or like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter, whichever comes through. They can like us on both. Follow us wherever we go, and we will lead you to where the entertainment is. You're entertaining. I am. <laughs> I'm freaking a riot, and I love you all. We'll see you next week. Dum, dum. Dum.